Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer Don McClain at your service. Mm, so. Still trying to figure out what a girl wants, right, fellas? <laughs> uh, <laughs> good one. I don't even know what I want. How am I supposed to tell you? Right? <laughs> and generally, women never tell men what it is they want. They just hope that the men pick up on some sort of brainwave signals. You're right. Well, if you don't never know, then well. I'm not going to tell you. You should know. You should be watching. What do you, you want should... for Christmas? Oh, I have to tell you what to get me for Christmas? You should know. Uh oh. If you knew me, struck a nerve. If you knew me, you'd know I need a lock on my underwear drawer. (laughs) If you missed hour one of the show, you can go back and listen on the MyTalk app. Always a thrill to dig a little inside of how Donna's brain works. It's horrifying. (laughs) It's only so people don't see my granny panties. Oh. Oh, man. Anyway, we digress. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has made a new announcement, and that is that movies will have to meet new inclusion standards in order to be eligible for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. That is going to start with uh, the ceremony being held in 2024, and they're being put in place to encourage um, representation on and off the screen in order to reflect the diversity of the movie-going audience. I think this is actually a cool idea. Well, and I think some people can view this in two ways, where it's like, oh, geez, it's forced. But frankly, the only way that you can ever really get change mm-hmm. is when you specifically, intentionally go about creating change. We did this at colleges where it's like colleges wanted to be more diverse. Well, you can't just wish that. Wishing that is not a strategy. You have, you to, have to really habit. intentionally go out and and look for the people that you want to make up what you want your student body to look like and represent. So right. I, I get what they're doing. I, I do too, but I could see where the pushback would come from too. It's like, okay, so let me give you an example and then we can discuss. Um, so for lead or significant supporting actors, at least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors is from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. Okay, so that means Asian, Hispanic, uh, African-American, indigenous, Middle Eastern, Native, Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander. So this will all be spelled out for voters. Sure. I think the pushback is going to come from. But what if that person who happens to fall under that category that group Mm -hmm. didn't put out a good enough product 
as this person did. Yeah. I understand. I understand what you mean. Yeah, because then you're saying, well, what if a movie is just, now it's all subjective, none of it's objective, but is subjectively better by a non-diverse cast than a diverse cast? Right. I, well, I guess starting in 2024, right, they would just say, well, that doesn't, that's one of the quali- yeah. qualifications. It's got to be a good movie. Right. And you've got to meet these standards as well. Right. So for general ensemble cast, it says here in the criteria, at least 30% of all actors in secondary or more minor roles are from at least two of the following underrepresented groups. Then yeah. they go on again, women, um, LGBTQ, people with cognitive or physical disabilities. I think where this is going to be helpful is in casting as well. Sure. Because yeah. what if what if you don't have that as a category? What if you don't have a big enough cast? What if, what if it's something, let's pretend 12 Angry Men sure. was up on this list here. Uh, the story doesn't lend itself. Right. You know, or if it's a historical story that doesn't make sense. Right. Um, so I think that this is going to... It's going to be t- complicated. It's going to be complicated, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, the heart's in the right place. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they may be digging a little... I think they may be making it a little too detailed. Oh, I see. So, sure. n- I, you know what? I apologize. I probably didn't hear you say this because it says to achieve standard... A, the film must meet one of the following criteria. I thought they had to meet all I, of them. I think I probably thought and that, so too. And so there's quite a long list here, and I was like, oh, oh, surely. Okay, so surely that, that will it, be easy. Oh, that's, this is easy. Unless it's something like 12 Angry Men. <laughs> right. Or, or, and what are you supposed to or, do, throw a woman in there? Like a movie where it is, um, for instance, like The Lighthouse, which was a fantastic film. Yep. And it should be nominated for many things. It had Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Very small cast. And there were two guys that showed up to dump him off on the island, which you didn't even see right. their faces. So right. what about a movie like that that's mm. so amazing, but it really doesn't have a place for... I think in that other case, people. there are other, like, overall crew composition. At least 30% of the film's crew is from the following un- underrepresented groups. So maybe that's how they make up for that. If it's a, you know, okay. castaway, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. There's only a handful of people in that movie. Yeah. For the most part. Well, we can think of all kinds of scenarios. Yeah, but absolutely. overall, I think the general, like Steve said, the general, uh, their their heart is in a good place here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Like By the way, I can't help but anytime Castaway is brought up, oh, no. one of the saddest endings in movie history. The guy was in a plane wreck. He is abandoned on an island. Finally, magically, makes his way back, goes to the door. Honey, I'm home. She's already married another man. She's moved on. It's been years. Mm. And that's it. And he has to turn and walk away. Uh, yeah, uh, nothing of his own fault. He loses. Oh, what a I gut my punch. eyes out. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Wasn't that a true story? No. I don't know. No. Was it? Hang on. Oh, no. I'm I, sorry. This no, really it's not a stupid question. Okay. Mm. Thanks, Steve. Steve, um, okay, we Castaway. One another. Sorry, Castaway was not based on a real life story, okay. but it was based on a book. There have been many stories in history that are similar. Tom Hanks nearly died during filming, whilst the screenwriter went to great lengths to write an authentic screenplay, which seems pretty real to oh, us. Good lord! 
But not no. the same thing. No. Writing a screenplay is not the same as being Mm-mm. deserted no. on an island. It's Did okay. FedEx pay Castaway? That's because he was. Oh, he was well, in a... product placement, uh, you would think. Yeah. Because he could have been in a UPS plane. Wow. Well, guess what? People find it hard <laughs> to believe. But we didn't pay a dime to be in the movie, said Sandra Munoz, a FedEx spokeswoman at the company's Memphis headquarters. Memphis? I don't they even make know. Ribs. Uh, the screenwriter stranded himself on an island for research purposes, so but there's it, a little bit of that. God, I wish yeah, I could do that. But there wasn't, like, this didn't happen to a guy named Aren't Derek. are you doing that right now, actually? I just need it. Huh? Did you say they did it to a guy named Derek? No, but I'm just saying it's not like it's based on a guy named Derek. You know, oh, like Derek sure. who once crashed and then survived and then went back and his family had moved on. Hmm. That's sad. <sighs> Oh, okay. We should take a break. We should take a breather. Okay, let's let's take a breather. Let's just take a breather. Or you want to just go grab lunch? No, 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 Donna. We have to go till noon. Kalina Bradley, come on at noon. Can't leave early. That's fine. How about this? When we come back, we'll get nerdy together. Time for us to break into, according to a new study, what percentage of people do you think thought this was the worst summer ever? The 2020 summer ranked as the worst ever. I think the numbers... Might surprise you. We'll dig into that when we return. It's the Don and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Where we are. Something just made me so happy, when Steve Patterson. You want to know what it is? Yeah. Thank you for asking. Thank you for forcing it on me. So we're playing this flashback bumper music on the Donna mm. and Steve Show and all the shows actually on My Talk 1071. And as it's playing, Dawn McLean looks over at me and she put her hand on her heart and <laughs> mouthed, I love this. I love uh-huh. him. He, I love him. Donna, let's go to a concert when we yes! can. Let's travel to ah, New Jersey. I don't want to go to New Jersey. Oh, okay. I'm always in New Jersey. Let's go to England. Okay. All right. Whenever we can. Okay. It might be a few years from now. It's fine. All right, okay. Steve. And go see Ed Sheeran. I love him. Yes. Ed he is Sheeran. so good. Yes. Steve, do you what? not like him at all? I, mean, I like I not? like Ed. No, okay. I like I like Ed. I found a couple of Ed Sheeran songs. That turned me. Okay. He he's great. I'd love to watch him play the guitar. A lot of mm. people call me uh, Chaska's oh, okay. version or the oh, Southwest right. Metro uh, version of Ed Sheeran. If we had more time. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Remember last year we went on a tear, Donna. We were playing all these Ed Sheeran songs because he did that. He did that collaborations project. Yes. And it was just great. Like remember remember this? Oh wait. Wait, I never know if they're gonna swear or not. Ooh. Never mind. Ed Sheeran and Travis Scott. Oh yeah. Oh, I'd be careful with this one. Yeah, you gotta be real careful with all of them. <laughs> he did that one with Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars. Yeah. He did another one with um with Dave, remember? Yes, Dave. 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 Bloody me, don't copy me. No MTV. Very, oh, yeah. that one was very good. British rap. That was not good. Anyway, shout out to Ed. <laughs> um, Ed, by the way, also a fine actor. All right. He was in that movie that yesterday. could have been better. Yeah, Game yesterday. Game of Thrones as well. Yeah. Mm. He's got potential. He's got to work on it. You know, here's what I think. And I, I like it. He's got his own style. But it would be curious to see what happened. If a hairbrush got involved, where I, could we I, go? What heights would we be at? Well, I think it's... if a hairbrush got involved, all the hair would end up in the brush. 
Oh, oh. I just have <laughs> you, a feeling. You don't think it's deeply rooted? No, I think it's... I think what? he probably wakes up in the morning and has some on his pillow. He Oh, wow. It looks like... It's very thin. Someone's hair would look after you rubbed a balloon on your head. A little bit. Like your daughter's. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just like naturally... What has happened? Right. Like, you know? ah, I'm scared. But it, that means he has so many publicists around him, stylists, who are like, hey, you know what? Do you mind if I actually brought a little bit of um, pomade? Do you mind? And he's I mean, like, what's he going to nah. do? He's kind of got the Donald Trump thing going on. Yeah, but you could change that if you wanted to. Whatever. It's working for him. He Whatever. makes like $80 million dollars a year. He's married, has a new baby. I can't wait to see a picture of that baby. <laughs> the Bebe. The Bebe. Would you consider this to have been the worst summer ever? It was the 2020 summer. Would you say this was the worst summer ever? No. No. No, I don't think it's that bad, actually. Well, you're actually in the majority. Only 16% of people surveyed said that this is the worst summer ever. That was a 1,500 sample size. Uh, 16% said, yeah, worst ever. 14% said this was a good summer. Overall, I would probably go in at thirty. The 38% who described this as average, you know, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. There are ways to take advantage of certain things. It's certainly memorable. Yes. Thank you. I think it's different if you have school-aged kids because the summer felt a little more blobby, a little more formless because you had three months of them being home before yes, summer started. I get that. It's just been very long for parents. Right. I understand. For school kids, like like a typical school kid, not homeschool kids, but just for like public school, private school educated kids, this was the longest time that any students have been home in anyone's lifetime, virtually, dating back to maybe the polio epidemic. Yeah. I don't know I how, how and so. when that hit and when how long school stayed out. But like of all kids talking to their parents, they can one-up us and say, we just went through something as students that none of you have gone through and none of my grandparents have gone through. Yeah. Yes. It just made it weird. I understand. That's all. Okay. Oh, uh, Dawn has some crazy stats. I do have some crazy stats. Now, grocery shopping has changed quite a bit since the pandemic. The New York yes. Times did this article about how people are shopping now. Um, people are doing a lot more uh, cooking at home, you know, mm. and so the trends have ro- have risen have risen so much for certain things. So, grocers saw eight years of projected sales growth packed into one month. Wow! Whoa! <laughs> Which is really great for them. Uh, People are figuring out how to make new dishes and they're doing things like making. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sourdough bread, so oh, sourdough yeah. starter. Yeah. You know, huge. you couldn't find... It went through like a, a really weird surgence of like for a month, everybody wanted to make uh, kombucha on their own. Mm-hmm. So all of the ingredients to do that were out. You know, you couldn't find any yeast because everybody was making sourdough. That's right. Yeah. Uh, That's true. And so people kind of freaked out in all these ways. Um, they're saying some of the good things that have happened is that people are making fewer trips to the grocery store oh. and they're making lists. So they find that they want to be more purposeful about those trips. That's smart. And so they're not just going to any store to get things. They're like, I know that I can get these almonds at London Byerly's, which, by the way, was mentioned in the article. Oh, really? Whoa. Because they interviewed a local woman named Lizzie Bowman. Shout out to Lizzie Bowman. Hey, She's Lizzie. a marketing hey, director at American Public Media who lives in Minneapolis. And um, she said that um, it's more of a stock up when she goes to the store, not, uh, but not a crazy kind of hoarding stock up. Mm. And that she goes to a food co-op, which in this picture, it looks like it is Linden Hills co-op. Okay. Uh, Trader Joe's and then London Byerly's. It's made her a better planner. She's more aware of what she likes to buy and where, and she's purposeful about where she goes. Okay. That's smart to be purposeful. Honestly, not much has changed for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I just put a, I just get a bunch of stuff to keep in my freezer. Mm, right. You know, like I'll buy a big bag of shrimp. I'll buy a big bag of chicken. Right. All Just all the proteins. And then you just have to worry about your produce. Yeah, like oranges. You can't find those. Apparently, uh, grocers sold 73% more oranges oh. than during the same month in 2019 in oh May. Oh, my gosh. So people are snacking on oranges. It's sort of uh, a Clementines, we're going through those all the time. Oh, and if yeah. it's a, for full-grown oranges, if it's not a navel, get it away from me. Yeah, that's you true. You can keep your seeds. You can sort through those. I've got places to be and people to see. You know what I mean? I, I do. Yeah. I don't. I don't like finding seeds in my. Hey Donna. Fruit. Yeah. By the way, did you hear? There's going to be a Costco coming to Chaska. No. While while you were out. Wow. New Costco that's news. Good for you. I heard the Eden Prairie <laughs> one might be the busiest in the country. That was a rumor. Are you serious? That was a rumor. If you ever feel like oh, it's busy there. I'll tell you what. The parking at all of them sucks. Not great. So bad. <laughs> Not great at all. So bad. Not thought out real well. But anyway, we digress. Donna recommended a show. I watched it. I'll tell you what it was next. <laughs> hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and producer Don McClain. <laughs> what's up, man? Hey, what's up, bud? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, let's check in with Don real quick. Hey, Don, what's up, man? What's up? <laughs> All right, Don's starting to lose it. <laughs> Uh, hour oh. three, which means it's our like infinity for Don today. Ah. Her second show that she's produced. Don, what's the afternoon hold for you, my dear? Oh boy, well, um, I'm going to bring my car into the shop again because Son. I barely made it to work today. What happened? I was on the side now? of the road. Uh, it's the same issue that happened a couple months ago oh, that wow. I got, fi- or not a couple, just about a month and a half ago that I had fixed. So, oh, God, Dawn, you just can't catch a break. I can't. And, of course, last night I couldn't fall asleep until 1.15 a.m. Oh, so no. if I am a little weird, especially the College of Pop Culture knowledge was a mess. Ah. Um, you know, that's probably why, because I've had two hours. 
Oh, no. oh my gosh. Oh boy, uh, but you know what? It could always be worse, so not um, complaining. Okay. What's on your agenda this afternoon, Donna, by uh, contrast? Uh, oh, hey, thanks for asking, man. Yeah, you got um, it. Felt obliged. Got to get a new roof, so. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, can anyone loan me $40,000? Right. Oh, Hopefully God. it won't be that much. Oh. Well, luckily you got hail. I did get hail. The folks in Bloomington were happy. Listen, if your roof is anywhere north of 15 years old, you are doing the rain dance outside of your house when there's a threat of hail. You're like, bring it on. I know. I, I, when I was sleeping and I heard it, I was like, Mama, get a new roof. <laughs> she, she turned, cozied into her pillow. Oh. I was like, roof, roof, roof. Uh, yeah, but then in, in just dealing with the insurance and everything. But anyway, I digress. Let's do this quick. Mail time. So you guys were making fun of me because we were talking about Ellen earlier and how I speculated that maybe she was setting up traps for yeah. her cleaning staff or or people who work in her home. And, and then you confess that you do the exact same thing. Not exactly, mm-hmm. but I have, you know, put a little invisible piece of tape on my um, underwear drawer. Too. So that what, when they go to grab one, it's like an accordion? Just so I know if... <laughs> <laughs> so I know that if the drawer was one. opened, somebody was snooping. So oh, this email comes from <laughs> Kirsten. Subject, okay. poop in my toilet. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. I lived in an apartment on the third floor for a couple of years, and I would come home after being at work all day and find poop in my toilet. No. No toilet paper. No. Just poop. So I did start using tape on my door to see if somebody had been in my apartment. What's the tape on my door? Well, you could see if it's broken. If the oh. seal, if the, if you could see that it's broken. You, okay. So how do you set that tape without, I won't get into I the details. I don't remember, but. Okay. You know, if it's a good invisible tape, but okay. you know. If you see that it's split. Oh, sure. Like if you put it down at the bottom, no one's going to notice. Right. Ah, but you'll notice. See nice. what I'm saying? Hmm. Girl after my own heart. Oh, here's one from Dan. Trap hey, for Dan. the cleaning lady. When I was growing up in the mid-90s, we had a cleaning lady. My mom always suspected that she cleaned very little and just watched TV for most oh, of the geez. time. Oh. She would take note of what channel the TV was on when we left for the day mm. and make sure it was on the same channel when we got home. Oh. Well, I mean, some people listen to the TV while they're cleaning. Um, hmm. Mules and donkeys. This okay. is from Wendy. <laughs> Way to go, Donna, on your mule and donkey facts. I have mules, and so many people have no clue about them. Fun to hear. You're welcome. I'm there for you, Wendy, and all my donkey and mule people. Meanwhile, I got multiple emails suggesting some Bloody Mary mixes. Multiple folks (laughs) saying dill pickle. You want to get some dill pickle. Oh, you have to have pickle in there. There's bacon salt now, too, by the way, Steve. Do you put the pickle in for flavor or just to eat it at the end? You could put pickle juice in instead, but both. No one's going to make you eat the pickle. I want to eat the pickle. Okay. I love pickles. Well, and put the pickle oh, in the You said no food in there. Yeah, it's true. And I feel that way, I think, more than... Largely, that's me. But if I had to put a food in, it would be a pickle. Because he feels like he's minding his business. Meats, on the other hand, are like coming to... They're going to... It's like if you had people over for a party. The pickle would mind his manners all as well. You invite meat over to your party, and there's a broken lamp. Someone, like, harmed the screen door. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? No, great. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you what? know what? Uh-huh. Get out of my face. <laughs> oh. Okay. Let's get dirty. Okay. No, no it's oh, not yeah, that time. Yeah. No, it's not that time. Go Isn't it? it? Oh, no. no, no, we already did. We just uh, did it, in yeah, fact. Okay, we already heard. Yesterday, you told me that your friend Sarah said, Steve will like Chef's Table Barbecue, treating me like all I care about is meats. Like I'm a meat man. She just said that it was really absolutely boring, so she walked away and went in another room and turned on I Am a Killer. No, the... <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's. It's a little bit of a slow burn, but I watched the first episode. It's called Chef's Table Barbecue. Chef's Table's been on Netflix before, but this is Chef's Table Barbecue. So for anyone out there who happens to like, has a smoker, likes smoking, enjoys smokers, whatever, you'll like the show. Or if you know someone who does, you might recommend it to them. But the first episode, Donna, I think you might actually like it. Now we've got a clip that I'm going to play for you in a minute. The clip is not from the show. It's not from the Netflix documentary. This is just another special that was done. But get this. The star of episode one is a woman who goes by the name Tootsie down in Texas. Tootsie is like a janitor by day and then happens to have opened one of the most highly regarded, at one point, the most highly regarded Texas barbecue joint in the state. And Texas is the home of barbecue. They take their barbecue seriously. Mm-hmm. Over 2,000 barbecue joints in that state. Wow, it's because it's big. And yes, <laughs> and hers was voted uh, the best barbecue. At one point, she uses a mop. She's a janitor. She uses a mop to just slop sauce and glaze on oh at the God, end. Is that what that is? It's not a dirty mop, Don. It's it just out. it's I was it's like, her. Is that meat? It's her barbecue mop, <laughs> and she smokes it the old-fashioned way. It's not like she's got like a pit boss like I do, where you set the digital temperature and set it and forget it. She is actually getting burned wood, which turns to heated coals, and then putting them in like she's keeping a train going. It's really remarkable, Tootsie is 84 years old, is still the pit master at Snow's Barbecue in Texas, and it's this wonderful story about a woman who just from the day she started work and just realized life is work. Think of us. Think of, what do they call millennials and Gen, uh, Gen Zers now? Uh, snowflakes. They do? The, the snow, yes, the snowflakes. They say they're just like the snowflake generation. They don't know what hard work is, manual labor, just embracing work is a part of life. You don't live to try to avoid work. You find life in the work that you do. That's Tootsie. Here's a little bit of people talking about uh, Tootsie. This is when she was 80. She's now 84 and still going strong. It's really pretty special to run across somebody that cares that much and is that good at what they do and just keeps working no matter what. I mean, work ethic is pretty hard to come by these days. And, you know, that's really what it takes to pull off what she's done. She pretty much made Texas Barbecue what it is right now. When I retired, I was very ready to be lazy. But I don't think Tootsie has a lazy bone in her body like I do. I don't know that she'll ever retire. I mean, retirement for her will be working three days a week. <laughs> she'll work till the day she just, they may close the lid on her. Work is what she was taught, and work is what she continues to do. Comes to Wow. It could be that I enjoy barbecuing because it is hard work. I probably can't lift as much as I used to, but I don't use the phrase, I can't. Hmm. That's just Look. not my vocabulary. 
Look at Tootsie there. Okay. She is just a is hard Tootsie worker. Is Tootsie like, you know, slaughtering the cows? Is she... No, she's taking all these slabs. She used to work at a meat market, and then she started working at this barbecue joint. And uh, she and her husband worked at a meat market. He has since passed. But now she is the pit master. She's 84-year-old female pit master at the best barbecue in Texas. You see her just manhandling briskets and racks of ribs one right after the other. Sublam! Down goes the mop as she she's <laughs> slopping the, slops it all over. She's It's basically like a huge, think of like a little... Uh, a pastry brush that you would okay. use to like glaze your strawberries right? or something, but she has a a little mop, a hand mop, and she's okay. just slopping this sauce all over. It's pretty gross, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Steve, I'm not going to be watching this, but thank you, Donna. Can I just ask a follow up question? Why do you hate female owned businesses, especially <laughs> seniors? I'll hang up and listen. I mean, this woman is remarkable. What That's she's great. doing. They say many 35 year olds who are doing the work that she's doing find it to be backbreaking work. She's bending over, she's shoveling these coals into these smokers and then loading up the meats and then tending to the meat. She is the pit master. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, so for any of our senior listeners out there, sorry, Donna. Step it up. Step it up. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's great. I'm just not into watching food be made. I know. This she doesn't like she just does she's not a huge fan of food. She's food for sustenance, not for pure enjoyment. She doesn't think about food during the day. Oh boy. I I guess I don't, but I mean, I do like go, oh, I could use a snack right now. Yeah, she has a wartime appetite. Her snack is like a vanilla wafer or something. That's so great. You have a I lot of self-discipline. Not in other areas. It all evens out, guys. <laughs> it all evens okay. out. You know, uh, Steve. All right. Whatever, man. Whatever. Oh, I can't even be myself anymore. Living in a what channel is that on? It's on Netflix, Grandma. <laughs> what channel is that on? It's on Netflix. <laughs> There are channels on TV like HBO. Yeah, it's it's on Netflix. Okay. Look for it on You Netflix. recommended it to me. I Netflix. didn't recommend it. I was telling you this text that I thought was funny from my friend who was like, like, oh my God, my husband's watching this horrible show. This I had terrible. to leave it so boring. Steve might like it. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I didn't recommend it. God. You know what we have coming up? No, oh Steve. No. Okay, all right. Not she, okay. That was my guess. You're Jeez. kicked off the island. Well, I have to be here for one more You segment. would not all do right, well fine. on Big Brother after all. No. Oh, I'd, yeah. Yeah, I'd be oh. off episode one. Uh, let's get into our Facebook question. Okay, I like that idea. We'll do that. Our question today is, uh, what's something... You can't get rid of, even though you know you should. We'll get into your answers after the break. Hey, don't forget, you can listen to your favorite My Talk shows virtually anywhere. You can do it on a podcast. Every live show you hear on the radio is available as a podcast as well. We also have My Talk original podcasts like Best to the Nest and Two Fairy Godfathers. You can listen to what you want when you want. My Talk 1071 shows available as a podcast online or on the My Talk app. The answers to the Facebook question coming up when we return. It's Don and Steve. Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1. Save the worst for last. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. You sound like Harry Carey. Uh, ew, David. Don't say ooh. Harry Carey was a broadcasting legend. 
Okay, not ew because he said that, but the... Ugh. I don't think I quite did that, but thank you. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> Final stretch, guys. Oh, man. It's fun to people be been, with you guys. People have been doing a lot of um, purging and cleaning out their garages, their basements, their mm. houses. Mm. You're hearing a lot of advertisements for, like, junk removal. Mm. You guys uh, getting rid of anything? Well, I just... Got, did you get... Go ahead. We got, we got rid of a bunch of stuff. We got we did a bunch of Goodwill drop-offs. Good, Okay. Did some, uh, hey, like, I gave up my old grill just for free. Just, you know, like, just get it out of here. Oh, we just need garage space. Right. That's days. nice. Wow. wow. Do you have an old car for free? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll take one of those. I do not. Oh, Although I suppose you could have souped up the grill and maybe driven it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gave up uh, an old couch, you know. I just oh. moved. I have a storage unit that I moved everything into and got rid of my couches. So I had nice. junk removal come and get it. Okay, well, let me ask you this follow-up question, which is also our Facebook question. What is something you can't get rid of even though you know you should? Mm. So many things. Oh, yeah. So many things. I have things. a tiki bar that I'm like, I really should oh, yeah. get rid of that. It is pretty cool. It's cool, but I'm like, eh, have I outgrown it? I don't know. So I was going to get rid of all of my tiki barware and all that stuff, and I you just didn't do put it. put it outside? Like, do you have a covered area that? Oh no, uh-uh, uh. no, not in the back. Okay. But we just we have sort of a weird deck that's it's up, you know, it's like a two level home. Got- oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, what is it like looking oh. out from the balcony? <laughs> So it just wouldn't work out there. Do you see you the peasants I mean? from up there? Is it gaze too far? And it wouldn't do well outside because it's wood. Got so it. So I think that it would ruin it. All right. Well, Elizabeth, girl after my own heart, old cell phones. I have a drawer that is the cell phone graveyard. Mm. Doesn't seem that long ago since I used an Nokia brick. But yes, I guess it was 20 years ago. I have all sorts of appliances like that. Oh. TVs, VCRs, cell phones, iPods, Walkman. I know I should get rid of them, but you wait. How about this from Joni? Things you should get rid of, uh, but you don't. My husband's evil demon dog. That thing snaps and growls nonstop, running headlong into passing vehicles and bikers. We pull him up on his harness like a northern on a fishing line to stop him from actually attacking them. Oh, no. And goes into full-blown Cujo mode when a doorbell rings on the television. He, he's a rescue who has failed training school a few oh, times. Is he a German baby. Shepherd, a Doberman? No. He is the most wicked canine breed, breed ever. He is, drumroll please, yeah. a Pomeranian. Yes, they could be yippy. <laughs> wow, Jody, oh. that's a pretty entertaining. I'm kind of afraid of those dogs, Pomeranians. And what are those little um, Taco Bell dogs? Chihuahuas. So afraid of them. They Is a Pomeranian like a bite. fluffy dog? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it looks yes. like a little teddy bear. Yeah, they're really cute. Yeah. Super cute. Oh, yeah. I had one of those when I delivered papers, and this dog would, I would come to collect every two weeks. You had to rip off your two little stubs, get your $5.50, hopefully a tip on top of it. Ooh. And there was a spot where, and the guy would, the little Pomeranian, yip, 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 would come right up to the door, and then he'd say, oh, paper boy. It's great. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Lord, it was such fun. Oh. Linda says, too many things to list. 
want my kids to have something to do after I'm gone. Oh. Linda. Wow. That's funny. Jim said, my cactus I've had since college, it knows too much. No. <laughs> Sherry says, grandma's crystal and mom's English bone china. Oh, yeah, that's tough to part with. Oh, that's so tough. Well, people, people don't, don't give out china, china anymore. anymore. Yeah, I know, <laughs> don't right? Do china. No, china. people aren't doing china. <laughs> they just don't... Uh, they just don't give it out as a gift anymore. I know. Because nobody nobody has formal dining rooms anymore. Everything the Johnsons is... are coming over. Honey, fetch the china. Yeah. It's like every time people come over, hey, can we do paper plates? We don't want to do dishes after work. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm totally into that. Oh, here we go. There's always a weird one in the bunch. Sherry says, my kids' baby teeth. They are now 38, 30, 28, 20, uh, 28, 26, and 25. I finally tossed their umbilical cord nubs a couple of years ago. <gasps> Ew. <laughs> Oh my God, Erin, this is this is relatable. The last ten stubborn pounds, something you should mm. get rid of. Mm. That uh, something you can't get rid of, but you know you should. I found my daughter's. Uh, no, it would have been my son's. Grayson's umbilical cord nub. I had stepped yeah. on it, and I was like, "What is on my oh foot?" My and it was this God. umbilical cord oh. nub because it comes with like this plastic attachment. So like when it falls off, it mm-hmm. falls off. You kept the attachment. No, they, oh, they it leave it on there. So when they cut it. the umbilical cord, they like clamp it. Right, and then and that then, little plastic stays on their belly button. And then that whole thing, the plastic and the dead part of the umbilical cord, just fall off someday. Oh, God. And then you can step on it. You're like, oh, what is that? Is that a Lego? That's that's my son's is nub. Is it pointy? The umbilical cord? Yeah. It's dried and pokey. Okay. God, who's okay. having lunch? <laughs> what is for lunch today? Meatballs? No. That doesn't bother me that much. Okay. Because I just picture just a little piece of thread. Oh. Because doesn't it thin out and everything? No, it's nasty. Okay. It's not a thin piece of thread. It's like a nubbed up thing of uh, dried out uh, okay, now, skin with a plastic What is tab. for lunch, by the way? Yeah, do I we don't know? know? I printed it out and put it on the bulletin board. Okay. Run over there and look. Let's go see what's for lunch. Hoagies. Hoagie would be good today. Love a hoagie. By the way, I got a a, uh, Taco Bell quesarito the other day. Oh. Uh, But I did have to order it on the app, and I was able to get it. One update to the ongoing Taco Bell quesarito story. They take it down from their menu. Then I find out a few days later you can still get it, but you have to order through the app or online. Oh. And they don't have steak quesarito available, only beef or chicken. I had the beef, thank you. Okay. How was it? Fine. Not as good as ever. <laughs> Not as, the steak one is like one of the greatest things I've eaten at a fast food restaurant. Really? Yeah. Good to know, Steve. Maybe I'll head to the bell on the way home. Gosh. Yeah, right. You don't know me. I do, too. Where do you get a Taco Bell, Donna? I would get a bean burrito. Oh. Okay. That's the only thing I know on the menu. Bean burrito, no tortilla, please. Ma'am, do you just want a handful of beans? Yes, please. I'll meet you at the first window. Just put it right here. No, they're pretty good, though. We don't even need payment, ma'am. If you could just get the hell away from our establishment, that'd be great. Someday I might impress you and actually go to a Taco Bell and order something. You've never been? I've been. I I have, because I've gotten the bean burritos. I've been maybe five times. Okay. Wow. It's my favorite fast food. Yeah. What do you oh, get? So good. Oh, what do you I get, get, well, my current order is uh, I've been getting uh, a quesadilla, chicken oh, quesadilla, yes, yes. grilled chicken in there. In that plastic sleeve. Uh huh. And oh, then a gosh. bean burrito. Just oh, yeah. You ever get the nachos? Good. Yeah. The nacho, their cheese is really great. And their nachos are so light and salty. 
It's just with that cheese. Oh, mama mia! I lick the cheese out of that little container at the end. My oh, tongue goes yeah. ravenous, yeah. Don't like I'm a it. snake. <laughs> Don't I do get it. it all? Do you put it down to that plastic thing, or yeah, oh, you can reserve more nacho cheese out of it once I'm done with it. <laughs> Ew. It's so good. It's like a dog with a pup cup. <laughs> we got to go, don't we? Uh, just, you know, we got about six more seconds. Okay. So. Well, it's been fun, guys. <sighs> Colleen and Bradley <laughs> are going to do a three-hour show. Yes, they are. And they're going to have really amazing content. Yeah, and people are not happy about the umbilical cord talk. Oh, what, are they already emailing? Somebody just started their spoonful of beef stew when we started talking about it. Well, that's just bad timing. Another one says it's not sitting well. I understand. How do you think it felt on my foot? All right. Colleen and Bradley coming in next. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 9. Bye. My Talk 107.1. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.